Outstanding. Hey, Jin, what are we talking about this week? <laughs> We're talking about customer service. The Cust- customer is always right. Customer service and EMFs. Yeah, customer service. How do you get customer service in EMS? That makes no sense. I mean, there, there's always a customer. Is there a business? There is a business. Is there a service? There is a service. Then there's customer service. There may be customer service in EMS. There's customer service. All right. Let's chat. Hi, I'm Jennifer Schutz, and I'm the lead medic. Hi, I'm James Schutz, and well, I'm the lead medic. And together, we're the whiny medics. Okay, so, well, as always, before we talk about this customer service crud, let's talk about uh, what we're drinking tonight. Yes, it's wine down time. That was so weak. Oh, wine down time. Not so much weak anymore. Yeah, I know. It'll be so much better later. So what are we drinking tonight? Well. Well, I'm drinking anyways. You're not drinking. You aren't supposed to tell. Oh, well, I'm telling because you're not drinking and my glass is full and yours not. The reason why you're not drinking is because you're going to shift. Yes, the, I'm being for, a for good next, employee. You're, you're going in to, to, to work for the next 36 hours. And I, on the other hand, am headed out to the Deerleys for another yes. glorious let's, let's weekend. Let's discuss this. Let's discuss this. <laughs> We're going, I'm going to work, so I'm not drinking. Mm-hmm. And you're going to go hunting with guns and you're drinking a beer. Tomorrow. We hunt tomorrow. We're not hunting tonight. <laughs> All right. Well, you yes. are drinking. I am drinking. A Shiner beer, again. A Shiner beer. We like the, mm-hmm. the Shiners. I love Shiner Uh So yet again, this is one that uh, your son gave you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is a Shiner S'more. Shiner S'more. Shiner S'more. So That's chocolate weird. and marshmallow ale made with real Texas chocolate. I wonder why it makes cho- Texas Who makes chocolate? Texas chocolate? Every drop of Shiner is brewed in Shiner. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Shiner one day. I've never been to Shiner. Yes, we have. I have never been to Shiner. You've been to Shiner. Uh, when I poured the, the beer on the grave? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. That was there. One sip and you'll want s'more. S'more. Oh, I'm super excited about this. <laughs> okay. Where's the chocolate so, made at? Uh, let me see if I can read it. I wonder if it's not the chocolate up there in uh, Heiko. No. Oh, no. Maybe. I don't know. Mm-mm. It's Texas chocolate. I don't know if there's a different chocolate than Texas chocolate, German chocolate. I guess no. Instead of having German chocolate, you have Texas chocolate. It's okay. We brew up Texas small batch cacao along with roasted malts for a full bodied. It doesn't really say. I couldn't help it. I had to drink a little bit. Well, that's okay. Hmm. I'm not really sure, guys. Sorry. Texas chocolate. Cacao. It does have a a chocolate little flavor to it. I smelled it. It, it did smell pretty good. It actually is not not bad at all. Really? No. Wasn't that icky that I thought I would? Mm-hmm. it would be? Okay. Well, it's a, uh, I 
<laughs> am drinking an Herbalife tea that has emergence. It has an, uh, an immune booster in it. So oh, that's good. Enjoy. Uh, well, that's good since you're going to work. You need your immune boosted with all those sick people all over the place. It's actually really good. It's smooth beer. Um, I don't know about the marshmallow ale, but it does uh, it have the chocolate. No. It, it does. It's like a dessert beer. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's such a thing as a dessert beer, but this is very much like a dessert beer. <laughs> I don't know because the the um, the peach beer is good, too. I didn't drink the peach I beer. The beer. Um, but my like my Guinness, my dark beers mm -hmm. to me, those are more my my the desserts. Tend my, to have um, a, they're a heavier beer, but they have the chocolate. Beer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't drink the stouts because they just take a. Uh, I know it takes a, yeah. it takes a strong person to drink those stouts. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But I, I still like the shiners. Uh, those are good. Uh, they're dark beer. This is I can. It's like a full meal in a bottle. I could sit around a fire and drink a couple of these, but I, I don't think I could drink a bunch of them. You think uh, so? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, the problem is, is you can't find these in a six pack. You could find them in a six pack, but they make it a they oh, make it awkward. a uh, almost like a uh, a mix of things. Uh, they have several different beers that are associated with it, so it's kind of different. Yeah. yeah, that was that, and now you got another little. I got a, a bottle cap for our table. This is a different, and mm -hmm. it's called the actual the the six pack that you can find it in is Cold Front. Uh, they've got multiple different beers. So what was the there. one we drank before? It was really good too. Uh, it was it was from the, the Cold Front beers as well. Um, it was a coffee one. It was a coffee beer. Yeah. 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 Okay. Very All good. All right. So back Two to good customer service. Yeah. Back to customer service. That's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't realize that you know EMS is is customer customer service as well, right? I mean, we don't look at it that way. We have patients, but they are our customers. I but think that there's doesn't just go along with that. So we're going to discuss what and who are our customers. I think there's a lot of our patient care that has to do with customer service and they work hand in hand together. Mm -hmm. um, and I think there's a difference between some places where it's not seemed as customer service is not their front, their front running thing, um, where it's more of our job is to pick you up and take you to hospital and, and, and you, you called us. So stop being this way. Let's go. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I think where we look at it in a different avenue is private ambulance services are very customer service based. Oh, yeah. Not only are they customer service board towards the patient, but what about this? The nursing home facilities, the hospital oh, facilities, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the clinics, the clinics. I mm -hmm. mean, these that that is their customer for them because they're going to call them back. Yep. You know, both of us coming from a background of customer service or in coming from a background private of private service. We learned very early in our careers what customer service was and what was acceptable and what wasn't. Yes, very much so. If we liked our jobs. We did a great job with our customer service. Yeah, and you made mm -hmm. sure that they they knew that, you know, hey, that crew that was here, they took care of business. They made mm -hmm. sure things were right. Uh, I think that has a huge impact on what we do. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so uh, who is uh, who's our front line, our front line customers? Those are, uh, to me, our front line is our 911 patients. Mm-hmm. Um, although, I mean, if you really look at it, if you, uh, yes, 
it is our 911 base patients. However, some places don't do um, hospital transfers, so mm-hmm. that that's all they have. Um, for my service and your service that you work at, we do transfers as well. So I would dare say that those might be our number one patients. Um, and not to get tacky on on the on the video but uh because there are pain calls yes uh, i mean that that's what ultimately that's what ems has mm-hmm. to look at too is we somebody's got to pay the bills mm-hmm. this money that we're getting paid and in most places across um the u.s they say you know ems is low paying for the hours but Really, in reality, as paramedics, we make a pretty different, decent wage mm-hmm. uh, for what we do and what we may have to do. And, and it depends. I think it depends on the service. And it, it does. There are services that don't pay well. And it does. And But there's always, those are always stepping stones to one that does pay well. Yeah. Uh, we both have had the pleasure of working for departments that really took care of their employees and made sure that their employees were taken care of well by their paycheck. Yeah. Um, I think really... Mm-hmm. You know, we have to look at those bills have to be paid. The lights have to be gone. The ambulances have to run. So paying calls automatically makes it a customer service. And so the transfers are usually, you know, your your money makers, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. um, (laughs) That that would be 100% the reason why for years uh, with our fire department that we've done, why we've done transfers. Mm-hmm. And we've we've lost a lot of good medics because they don't want to do transfers anymore. But the thing is, is they don't understand that without those transfers, there would not be a there would not be a, a spot for them to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and there are services that are there that are hospital based so if you um just so you know i don't know if you know this if if you transfer a patient from (sighs) brand x hospital to brand x any other town hospital same brand um that service gets paid like so well the service i work for Mm -hmm. i'm a hospital-based employee okay so if i'm transferring from the hospital that i work for to another hospital in another town for the same company that's an automatic pay Hmm. even if they don't have insurance really we get paid somebody's paying the bill the er pays that bill Ah. so we we make the money or it shows us to have a profit it's it's probably one of those things i probably shouldn't talk about but it's there (laughs) but so uh, but usually by the time that we have a patient that has insurance that needs to be transferred that's you know it's an emergency it's mm -hmm. deemed an emergency it gets paid whereas when you go on a 911 service a lot of let's be real a lot of our people who call 911s call because they don't have insurance and they can't afford to go to the clinics. Right. And a lot of times they don't have the funds to make the bills later. Uh, I, I don't know how many times I've been on oh, calls that. and turned around and told patients, don't worry about the bill. Yeah. We'll take care. You know, it'll be taken care of. We're worried about taking care of you. But that is a lot of the factors. It is a real thoughts. issue. There, There's a helicopter service near us that um will file on it and how if anyone knows anything about helicopter services they're expensive oh yeah super i mean, I mean i've had patients with their you know arm half missing and they're like don't don't call the helicopter i can't afford that shit oh, you were trying to go a whole episode without cussing we didn't even make it halfway hmm. 
Sorry. Interesting. So, um, anyway, that service will file on your insurance, and then they'll they may send you a bill. I don't know, mm-hmm. but but past that, it's wrote off. It, they don't they don't expect you to pay that thirty five thousand dollar bill. And there's reasons that that's there because we realized this is a whole another podcast for a whole another day. But they that there is a issue with medical costs, right? Oh, they, and, and they're just they're outrageous. Yeah. And unfortunately, so, but, but that's that's customers the way it is. are mm-hmm. our patients, mm-hmm. and then as you said, the clinics, the nursing homes, the um, hospitals. So you're telling me I'm a municipality EMS. Uh, or I work for a city, a government entity. That the nursing home staff is my customers. Yes, they are. I mean, you why know who I else be? is your customers? Who? Um, the dialysis clinics that we deliver to mm-hmm. or pick up from, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I can see that they are, are, but why do I? You know, first of all, these guys call us out in the middle of the day most of the time for something they don't take care of themselves. Why is it that I have to be nice to them just because of customer service? I don't understand. I'm trying well, to play one, the devil's ethically. advocate for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ethically but, and morally, it's the right thing to do. Right? It, this is our job, right? I mean, this is it, uh, if you work at a grocery store, it is your job to be friendly. Do we have some people that come into the stores and they're just the number one Grinch in the world? You thought I was going to cuss, didn't you? Mm-hmm. And they're and that's their prerogative. That's their day. We don't know what's going on in that person's life or day, so we have to be nice to them. It is our job. That is how we get paid. It is the same thing in EMS. If I want to keep my job, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be nice to that patient. Do I always agree with that patient? No. Do I sometimes want to throat punch that patient? (laughs) Yes. But (laughs) I don't know that throat punching patients is acceptable, but uh, yeah, sure. (laughs) It it would have fixed many of my problems. (laughs) All at once. But we can't do that, right? No. So we, we've got to treat the patients. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot. It's the same thing. We don't know what's going on in their lives. No. We don't know why they're not taking their medicine. Are they not taking their medicine because they have dementia and they don't remember? Do they not have the money to, to get that medication? And, which is a common problem amongst Americans these days. I remember not at one point our daughter's ADD meds were over $100 for just a 30-month supply. And they were not only that, but back order. And it mm-hmm. was easier for me to go down the road and pick up some meth than yep. it was. And it was almost so the same So let's look drug. at some so, of these. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Cancer medications. Oh, Lord. You know, and the, you know arthritis mm-hmm. medications. Things like that that are astronomical. You know, they expect the older generation that are living on their retirement to pay for these medications if they don't have insurance. This is crazy. Yep. So... Um, I, I try to remember that. Now, uh, let's be real. I've gone on the Friday and Saturday night drunk fest patients. Yes, we all get angry with them and we probably lose our temper with them. We get them. frustrated. Yes. But um, I'm talking about your your other patients, right? Um, your patient that can never remember to take their insulin and they're always in some kind of diabetic issue. The patient that doesn't like being alone. So she calls 911 because she's she wants someone to talk to. The patients that fall all the time, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> It's not their fault that they fall. Unless they're just drinking and, you know, 
with or even that, it's not yeah. their fault. They're, but, the alcohol, yeah. the gravity, yeah. the alcohol, yeah. the, that mixture is a potentially horrible person. I, I, I was talking to someone the other day, and we were talking just about things going on. Hadn't, hadn't talked to him in a while. And, you know, we got into a real conversation about things going on in our life. So she talked to me about things going on in her life, and I told her about the the paint and place that is my life here recently. And um, she was like, my gosh, what, how, how are you going through your day? And I was like, well, I just take it, you know, day by day. But do I let people know on a normal basis, this is what's going on in my life. Poor, woe is me. No, I don't. It's, it's my business. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't need people to feel sorry for me or whatever, but that, because people don't know that they don't know what's going on in my life. And so if I seem off or whatever, right, that's the same thing with our patients. Yeah. And I, I think they're going from a tangent. Did that all make sense? It, it made sense okay. to me. I mean, the thing is, is I think we got to look at it is we got to remember back when we were the 15, 16 year old kid that just started out a job at either delivering pizzas or working at the golf course or doing those things that we were able to do at that age and start working and making a little bit of money. That started our, our our beliefs in customer service. Most of us started out in some kind of customer service job, whether it's a restaurant, dishwasher, whatever. Daycare. <laughs> Daycares. You know, and, and I think we forget as we get older that this job is not just something that we do. And yes, we're there to help people out, but we also want to make sure that they're that we're giving that additional customer service. I think mm-hmm. the customer service we give has a lot of it's got a lot of what's built into our customer patient care, our bedside manner. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I walk up to the bed and I'm just complete asshole, you know, I know I did it once. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm an asshole, then that's like horrible patient care. You know, it's it's gonna it's gonna reverberate for the customer service. You know, customer service side of this is gonna go real bad. You know, there's a lot of parts of that to where the patient is not gonna feel comfortable talking mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when you have to go on them again, what kind of experience is that going to be? It's a, that's the thing is it sets it for them. Mm-hmm. It immediately sets How it up for them. How many times have you heard someone say, and this is real guys. So, uh, you know, I go to your residence and I say, hey, my name is Jennifer. I'm going to help you out today. Let's do a 12 leave. We'll get an IV. We'll take you to the hospital. All right. Which hospital would you like to go to? Because we have two in our, well, three in our local mm-hmm. area. I can take you to Joe Blow Hospital over here. And and they're like, "Uh, no, no. I had a bad experience there. They're awful. They are so rude there. I don't, no, do not take me there. I I will just stay here. So that is a very common thing all across all points of life. To them, it is, it's usually one nurse, one aide, one doctor, one surgical tech it, it's one person that really upset them now don't get me wrong mistakes are made we're all humans right Not, we don't all have good yeah. days yeah we don't always have good days but what i'm also saying is we're humans mm-hmm. there are mistakes that are made but let's be real we're all ems folks here or medical folks here we pushed the wrong drug before we've Oh yeah, we we've, we've missed something before. Mm-hmm. We we've, we've done it. So those things happen. But I'm talking about well, when you start investigating, oh, oh wow, why? You know, you you get a report with these. I talk to my patients. So we decided to go to another hospital, and I'm just sitting there chatting. So you know what happened at you know Jubilo Hospital, and they they start talking to me about, it and it's it's one person. 
One person said that tongue for them. It's the same thing for EMS. If you go on that call and you piss that patient off, and then a few weeks later, I come over. Hey, I, you know, I'm going to help. Oh, no, you're from that place. I, no, no, no. Are you going to be like he was? It's the same thing. You, it. We drive around in trucks with billboards on them. 100%. They're the biggest we billboards you can find. Big signs that say, we are blue. You have to represent that company mm-hmm. in a good way, not in a bad way. And it doesn't matter whether it's a company that you're there part of the time or full time. You mm-hmm. you you're in the uniform. Mm-hmm. You got to wear that uniform mm-hmm. for the day. And if you get up to go to that call and you're like, "Why? Why are we going?" Oh, well, let me. Say, I did say this the other day, you know, to my partner. Oh my God, Richard, why? Why are we going on this call? This would, but but we all do that. I say that walking out to the truck. But I in see all reality, that all the way up to the it's door. It's my job. <laughs> it's my job. It's what I do. If I'm not ready to get up and go on that call, then I should not be at work today. So I literally took a transfer the other day that literally was a transfer back to a house because it was a customer service because of the fact that the lady could not. She didn't have a ride home. Mm-hmm. So we took her by ambulance back to her house. Mm-hmm. Uh more than likely will not get paid. Will not yep. get paid. And we looked at it and said, why? Why are we why are we walking out the door? And you can because gripe. it was the right thing to do. It is because it's a customer service mm-hmm. yep. thing. Sometimes we do it. We've got to look at EMS and we don't always do things because of money. We we've got to do it because it looks good on us. <laughs> but we have to remember that one, just like you're stating, that one time you do something bad outweighs 10 times. The things you did something good. So one person saying, you know, I'd never call them again. They're horrible. You know, they, they them transporting me to this other hospital just created all kinds of problems. Them doing that one time wrong and them saying and talking bad about you one time cannot be fixed by up to 10,000 times mm-hmm. of what you've done right. I've learned this. And, and, and I know whenever he hears this, you know, I, there's multiple people who I who have worked with over the years that that that, that, just, that say the same thing. And that's kind of why they've instilled that thought in my brain is what you do as an apartment can be destroyed by one bad person, mm-hmm. one bad decision, one bad one time. Bad time. Mm-hmm. And, and no matter what you do. And I think we've got to look at that in in the big plan and big scheme of things. And we all got to remember that this is our job. If you don't like your job, find another job. If you don't like getting up at three o'clock in the morning and taking a transfer to give the well, lady I don't think to the house. Anybody <laughs> likes getting up at three o'clock in the morning. I, I don't agree. think the patient likes getting up at three o'clock in the morning. Well, yeah, but if they've got to make their way back to the house some way or another and they can't mm-hmm. get nobody else to do their and you're just going to have to suck it up. And go. I've done the same thing. You know, I've, I've called my boss and like, look, you know, I'm in the car. It, it, sometimes we don't always have a third truck. We we have a car. Um, so we'll first respond in that car. And I just happened to be in that car that day. I'm the supervisor. The hospital was desperate. Mm-hmm. They were like this. This lady lives in Kingsland, which was 30 miles away. No one could get her home. She doesn't have family. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to send. I couldn't send. I couldn't go get her myself. I had to send the truck, unfortunately. But and, and it, which put us down. 
put us down. Mm -hmm. But we did it, right? We did it. We went and got her and, and took her home. And it was the right thing to do. Because even though we probably won't get paid for it, why would we leave her there? Why would we knowingly leave a patient in a hospital where she has no way to get home? Yeah, You know what? If that would have been the case, I probably, when I got off that next morning, I probably would have went and picked her up and took her home. Just because. In your POV. Yeah. Yeah, just because it's the right thing it's to do. It's just the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how about some of these services? There are some, and, and by all means, not burn it. Mm -hmm. But there are some municipalities that are they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. I, we don't have to be like that. We, we don't. You, you call we us. Don't get we in trouble call you. for you know just I, whipping in there, getting the patient going. I think a lot of those places like that have lost touch with reality of who their customers are. Joe Blow taxpayer, mm -hmm. make sure that they you know. That's the hard part is we got to realize that the taxpayer is still a customer service mm -hmm. person. We're, mm -hmm. we're customer service. You know how difficult it is whenever you go up against and, and you're, you, you're, you've got a department who is notorious for being rude to their patients. They want to put into a some kind of emergency service district or they an ESD and they want to get a, a vote on something, pay raises or whatever that is out there. Maybe something for to say they want to go union or, or something like that. And then it has to go up to the everyday Joe Blow, who's the the the, the taxpayer. Oh yeah, screw you. Yeah, sorry, that's, dude. That, that's hundred yeah. percent what you're going to get. They're not going to support their fire departments, their EMS departments. They're not going to support them crews like they normally would. You want the you want your crews to under you know to to support you and back the thin red line or thin blue line. Well, you got to be customer service related. Mm -hmm. You know, you want that guy. And I think that's kind of where it starts out is, is if somebody has a bad taste in their mouth about somebody on an ambulance and they're on a car accident scene, they may not want to move out of that lane just to get around you. Granted, it's the law, but they're going to do it haphazardly and whenever they want to. And they're still going to speed by you, maybe because of the fact that they disagreed with the way you treated their grandmother one time. Mm -hmm. You know, I I think this all trickles down. Um, but, you know, I think there's things we can do in EMS that really will build our our customer service. I think there's a lot of steps we can take. I think there's some steps that uh, uh, some just remembering where we started from that would actually help keep customer service alive in EMS, which we don't find customer service uh, very, very, very often anymore these days. It's mm -hmm. kind of hard to find decent customer service. So, hey, how about this? How about we take a break? Mm -hmm. We'll come back mm -hmm. and we can discuss maybe that as a topic. How do we instill customer service uh, to facilities, patients, and, and basically our Joe Blow taxpayer yeah. whenever we get back? Sounds good. All right. Outstanding. Mm -hmm. Hey guys, James here. Are you looking to recertify your NREMT? CE Solutions NREMT program is an all-inclusive and will give you all the course required by the NREMT for recertification. Whether you're an EMR, an EMT, an advanced EMT, or a paramedic, CE Solutions has a package for you. Visit www.ems-ce.com for more details. All right. And we're back. 
So, you know, let's talk about this. How do we instill those customer service um, issues to the patient? How do we give those? How do we how do we show good customer service to a patient? What are your ideas on that? Like what? what I mean, besides explain. the fact of just, OK, starting in a, an IV appropriately or or what we would normally do in care, how would you how would you show that you're giving good customer service to a patient? Well, I always talk to my patients. You know, some people just, now let me backtrack. I I do have a habit um, of letting my EMT partners talk a lot Mm -hmm. to my patients while I like visualize and things like that. Right. So uh, I've allowed my, my, uh, my EMTs to start the assessment process. Um, Cause I think it's good for them to do that. But. I think that's I think that's a very good way to start out a conversation mm-hmm. is them start the assessment mm-hmm. process while you're looking at the big picture. Um, so um, but uh, I, you know, we 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 ask a lot of questions. We explain who we are. We get down to their level. Um, I have sat down on a couch you know, with a patient because they weren't, you know, they, they weren't even sure they really wanted to go. And I sat down and we chit chatted. I, I had a, a patient uh, the other day that the family was worried. It wasn't really a emergency call. It was, it was an ongoing issue. She was hallucinating. Um, and they were concerned. She lives alone, you know, and she'd already been to the doctor or the ER. They had checked for UTIs, sepsis, you know, different issues that would cause these hallucinations mm-hmm. or her medications, things like that. And they were so concerned. And I sat down and talked with her. Her and I sat down and talked while my partner went out and talked to the, the family. And she told me, you know, how she felt and, and, and what she saw and, you know, how it affected her and how she felt like it affected the family. And, and you know, we came up with a good solution. She was not altered. She just saw things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know like while i was sitting there she's like just like is there a little boy sitting in that chair and i was like well no there's not you know she goes well if i tell him to go away he goes away so right you know so we just chit-chatted and um came up with a plan and then we we had the daughter or the granddaughter come in and we talked about the plan and she was like you know what i think that will work you know and and the plan was she had a doctor's appointment later uh, that next day that next morning and they were going to try to see if they could move it up but her and her mother had made plans to stay with her that night, you know, because there was a concern. What if something was really happening? And she didn't, she thought, well, it's just a hallucination, right? Mm-hmm. But my point is, it was a customer service. I could have said, let's just go. Let's let's go get you checked out. I don't I'm know what's going on. Press, press but, hard you know, three copies. Or, yeah, here's a cancellation. <laughs> There's, this is really an emergency. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that. I sat down and talked to her. I, I gained a rapport with her. You know, she she... Connected with me, I connected with her. By the end of the conversation, she knew my name. She thanked me. She thanked my partner. You know, it, it was a great conversation. And I feel like I will remember her. And hopefully she will remember me. And that da- that granddaughter will remember me because she made mention that we took this time to come up with a process and we just didn't come in and come out and not care. I think and that's the biggest thing. We have to show that we truly care about these patients, right? But anytime I do an IV, a, a 12 lead, a, give them medication, 
We talk about it first. We go through the process. Have they had 100 IVs? Probably so. But I always tell them, well, I've been doing this for 20 years. You know, they'll say, well, are you good? Because I'm a hard stick. Well, I've been doing it 20 years. We all have our good and bad days, but this is what I do. You know, and we discuss things. That, to me, is good patient customer service. I think that that as well as it actually, and you kind of brought up a whole other part of the customer services family, not just how we treat our patient, but how we're treating our patient turns to the family and the family looks as they're part of our customers. They may not even be a paying customer, but it is still customer service to have them by word of mouth to go out and talk bad about somebody, about a service because of how one person did something bad creates turmoil for everybody. So I think it's a whole nother side of our customer service that we we didn't even talk about. Discuss, you know, we didn't really discuss the fact of we have patients, we have facilities, then we have family members. Mm-hmm. And, and if anybody's just like me, me getting an EMS, I always treat the elderly as, uh, you know, as they're my grandparents, uh, as they were my grandmother, grandfather and things like that, and how I'd want them to be treated. I could imagine if my grandmother was treated poorly by a paramedic, I would lose my cool completely with them on what was going on. So I think not only how we show customer service to our patient, it overflows into their family while we're on scene and we don't realize it. And if we come in with a bad idea, a bad day, bad attitude that, we won't only affect those that we talk to when it comes to our patient, everybody around the scene. So others may see us as doing something you know, that's inappropriate. They may think less of our care when we may be the best person in the world for it, you know, but it affects our care. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's another thing. You know, it's just nice to know that when you leave your grandmothers and go back home that – the people that are possibly going to her house when no one is there to help her out or people that you know are going to actually help her. It, it's sad that, you know, I, I've seen really, really great medics go on calls after having a bad day. And then a bystander saying, my God, I hope my family never has an accident in this town. I, I really hope they never have an accident in this town and encounter care like that, people like that. That was oh, rude. That, Why are they so rude? Yeah. You know, and it's it's sad because they're great EMTs. They're great medics. They're good at what they do, but their bedside manner may not be great. Maybe not be great that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that's. And we got to remember that that is part of our jobs. That is part of our skill. I think I do remember going to EMT school and, and, you know, there being a discussion on how to treat your patients. Mm-hmm. I think so. And I think when we walk in on, you know, on the next note, how do we treat the facilities that they're that are there, you know? So I actually had a complaint on me one time. From a facility? A facility. No, it really? Recently, too. <laughs> I've had a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, because sometimes. And I, I'll be honest. I let, I let it get the best of me. So, you know, I went to a facility several times um, at a certain time of day. When a certain person was there working and I got really upset over the care that was being given to these patients by that particular person. 
Okay. Um, being a patient advocate, I'm, I'm assuming you're being a patient advocate yeah, in this took yeah, place. Yeah, if, if, okay. if your patient's blood pressure is asystolic, you should not be given a nitro tablet today. Oh, no. Right, yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, there, there was a couple of things going on there, and it really upset me. And I, in my first mistake was I didn't go above with this mm-hmm. in the beginning. I, I let it go. And then the third time it happened, I talked to my uh, operations manager, and I said, I'm, I'm going to to go to this facility and talk to the DON. And so I did. And that when I talked to her, she said, well, you must be talking about so-and-so because they have, they came to me with a complaint about you. Mm. And I said, Oh really? And so we discussed it and I said, look, I, I would never want anyone to think that I was doing any less than what should be done for the patient. And I apologize if this person, um, took me as rude, but I'm going to err on the side of my patients. And these were the issues. And I, from now on, when I have an issue, I will, I will come straight to you with this. And and if I came off rude, I'm, I apologize, but um, I, I don't really, you know, yeah, I probably could, I probably should approach that person differently, but it was upsetting to me to see the things that were happening, mm-hmm. you know, with the, with these patients. So I, um, uh, I kind of went off the other end of it. I was I was giving my patient great, great patient care, but I was uh, and being a, a, you know treating her well. But I was I was not treating the facility probably the way I should have. And I think there's a fine line because we all become that patient advocate mm-hmm. when we see that what we see as being our standards of care not being performed by another person who could and has the op- opportunity to do that. And we tend to get frustrated with it. And I think that's where we've got to remember that we're not everybody has the same standard of care here. Not everybody has the same situation here. Uh, and, and where our thought process is always take care of our patient, take care of the facilities first. Their, their problem is I've got five, you know, I've we got have one two, patient yeah, at time, we, two patients at a time. Right. We've yeah. got one or two patients while well, they've got a whole wing of mm-hmm. patients that have issues. And by all means, we've all heard the story, you know, the, the same answer, not my wing, not my hall. I'm just back from vacation from the nursing home. There's been so off many for three jokes. Days, yeah, I've been off patient. for three days. You know, and I'm good with that. But at the same point in time, we've got to give them a little bit of slack. Look, hey, you know, I understand. And how we handle that, maybe not so much as lose our cool with them. Is to turn around and say, hey, I, you know, it's, it's part of our protocol. And don't get me wrong. I've I've lost my cool with the nursing home staffs before, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but it's not in our protocol. We at 90 blood pressure is less than 90, and, you know, and, and it's actually contraindicated for nitro at any yes. point in time, less mm-hmm. than 90. So um, just maybe you want to check on that. I don't know if that y'all's is different. That'd be kind of mm-hmm. interesting if yours is different. I always put it up as kind of that passive aggressive kind of way of dealing with them. Because it doesn't, it, yes, I'm telling you you're an idiot, but at the same point in time, I don't feel like I'm telling you're an idiot, so we're okay. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> but it, really, that's part of the, that's the other side of the customer services. At the same point in time, we're giving customer service great to our patient. And maybe the, the facility side, we've got to be, and trust me, like I said, coming from the private service, customer service to the facility was an it was probably one of it was it to, to the company. 
it was and to the company owners was way more important than the uh than actually taking care of the patient it was, that was a that was a difference of yeah getting your check next week or getting a pink slip yeah if you you could you could screw up and kill a few kill a few patients that was fine mm. you screw up and lose a facility mm, <laughs> i got other don't. places you can go to work you know i don't know if you know but mcdonald's is hiring which is crazy to think of that Mm-hmm. But that is a reality because, like I said, this it is about be. money. It should it, be. It should be. Um, yeah. To a degree, we need to take care of both. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I it's think- the same, same thing in the hospitals, guys. We go to the hospitals, mm-hmm. and I this is it, it, it irritates me every time. I go upstairs. They know I'm coming. They know I'm coming. <laughs> and I get there, and I, I, I am that girl. Yep, that's me. Mm-hmm. I go in. I put the railing down, I roll the sheet back, and I hit that nurse's button. Mm-hmm. Oh, I pull the cord from and the then thing. They, then they <laughs> say, can we help you? Like, oh, yeah. I don't know that there's not anybody in that room yet. And I said, yes, I have a patient here, and I'd like to give a report. I'll see you in a few minutes. Yep. And we move our patient over, and nothing. <laughs> and nothing. And nothing. And then my partner goes out there, puts the... Bed out in the hallway starts making the bed. People see him. They obviously, walk by him. Obviously making it seem that we're there. <laughs> and they finally come in. And I'm like, hey, how are you? And, and, and then they do all the stuff. And I'm like, I need you to sign. Yeah, just a minute. But, see, it, but you know what? I put that smile on my face mm-hmm. and I just say, thank you. And I, and think I move that's on. A, I think that, because but see, I why? See. It's the same thing. That isn't their only patient. Mm-hmm. They may have been in another room changing a patient, feeding a patient, giving uh, critical care to, to a patient. Hands, yeah. yeah. So we got, we've got to be conscious, conscious of the fact that Although we're just bringing one patient up and we're busy and my my county's falling apart over here with 15,000 calls, this nurse is taking care of five to six patients at a time. I think that's a whole different topic that we can talk about because <laughs> I, I truly believe the That one time when my, my county fell apart when I decided to go out. I, I think that the teachings of nursing school and the teachings of what EMS is for and what we're taught are two total different the two total different thoughts. I don't think the nurses are taught that these guys have to they can't leave their patient until you sign because it's patient abandonment. They don't realize that no. it's against yeah. the law. They don't realize that we can actually lose our certifications if we don't stay with that patient and something major happens and it's oh, I don't know hands. how many times I've been told, come out here. Yeah. Or, oh, well, um, so-and-so will sign it and I'll go check on them later. No, no, no. I need to give you care yeah. before I walk away because when I, when I walk away and they fall and you haven't been in there yet that's not coming back on me i think i think there's a there's a i think there's a different teaching between mm-hmm. what they're talking and, and actually like i said that i actually we can we it's can call podcast. it's a whole nother podcast and my sister just happened to be an rn oh, we can oh yeah God. this is gonna be a good one i, I may skip that day <laughs> i've heard those two argue so you know another thing and i've said it a hundred times especially with dispatch and I, I think it's the same with the nurses who've never been so amanda was an emt yes she was before she was an RN. Yes. So she, she does have that double she, side. She does have but the double side. But some nurses have never been with mm-hmm. us on our trip, right? So I think that it would be beneficial for all dispatchers, EMS professionals, and nursing 
to intermix their training. I think I think a dispatcher should do 12 hours on an ambulance I, to see what happens. I think a EMS personnel should go sit 12 hours in a dispatch system mm-hmm. or 12 hours with that nurse to see training. what they're doing and let that nurse come right out with us. Because I, I've heard a hundred times, why are they turning us out for that? That's not even what this call is. I understand that. But they're only telling you what they're being told. Yep. Right? Because our dispatchers are, you know, I mean, although they they have no other choice than us, they are still our customers. We still mm-hmm. do a service to them. They yep. still do a service to us. So, you know, we can all only do what we mm-hmm. know about. So, but anyway, I, I think another, my, another time, another place. I think in total, in my 17 years on the ambulance, I've had one nurse right out with me who never understood what it was we did. And she said she was told by somebody at the facility at the, the, the hospital to yeah, ride with this. I and I was like, well, that's, that's weird that's because weird. I've never heard this before, but okay. And we had her for 12 hours. And by the time that t- you talk about a different look that she gives and the way she talks to us when we get to the ER, especially since she rode with me, when she talks to me at the ER, it's a, we're on a different playing field. Mm-hmm. Now it took a while for me to establish that relationship with a lot of our nurses, well, her, it took 12 hours because she understood where I was coming from. Then. Yeah. So, well, because I can call. It, it's happened. It, it's happened more than once in different scenarios. But you call and you give a report and that nurse is like, are you fucking crazy? What are you? Whoa, that was close. <laughs> wow. Are you crazy? Why are you bringing that patient here? That is a this and this call. That needs to go down the road. For and I'm like, whoa. She said flocking people. I, didn't, flocking. I did not. I said flocking. <laughs> flocking. Oh. And oh. <laughs> Sorry, Spotify. This is not made for children. <laughs> Not made for children uh, episode. It was oh, not Lord. <laughs> it was a made up word. Oh, I swear. Oh. All right. So I was finished. You cut me off. Okay. So <laughs> it, it was shut up. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Shut the front door. <laughs> so I, I lost my whole thought. <laughs> I say uh, one word. That was close. And your face turns all red oh, and you God. get all sweaty. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually sitting here sweating. I right can see. Now. It's like, you know, do you need a towel? Are you oh. okay? Whew. I mean, I thought you were the wild one. Oh, I, you know, I try, you know, from time to time. You know, as we sit here, we bring this down to a close. Look, I scared him. He's closing it. Yeah, I know. We can't get out. She ain't even had anything to drink. Jennifer can't even. <laughs> maybe that was the problem. She has not had her drink to chill out. I hadn't out. had my chill out. She hadn't had the wind down time, so but that's okay. You know, as we bring this down, I'm to just close, winding it up. <laughs> you were winding it way up. We was getting turned. <laughs> but uh, as we as we wind it was this down, important. It, I don't remember what I was saying. But it was important, Shets. It was important. I understand. I don't think you did. Well, you know, I, I think really. I do understand, and I understand that there's a lot of situations where we look at customer service. And I think there's a lot of places we go these days and we don't get customer service, but EMS is not one of those places that we should not be getting customer service from. We owe it to our public. We owe it to our uh, the facilities, the patients, the patients' families. They all deserve customer service and they deserve the utmost customer service. 
there. You were getting deep. I was just trying to help you out. <laughs> That's too much. Too much. But I think ultimately, you know, I think one of the things we do is uh, is take care, take that customer service to the next notch. Make sure you're taking care of your patients. Uh, if you want to gripe in, the ba- in that ambulance all the way up to the day, that the minute you get to the front door and gripe about taking that call, gripe about it, turn it off. Turn on the smile, turn on the charm, and turn on the customer service and finish the call out. I think that's what we need to look to be doing. What are we doing here? Why are we not talking? This is you're ruining the end of our podcast here. I don't know. If they make it this far into it, they're gonna be like, oh my God, I'm coming in next week. <laughs> You're still upset about misting your thoughts I now, did. aren't you? I, I'm still trying to remember what it was. Uh, well, we're going to be good. I, I, I even thought about it while I was looking at you talking, and you were, you know, I was like, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say this. I don't know what it was. And I'm going to remember tonight at 3 a.m. Thank you. We're going to be here for hours if we wait till this is here. And I'm, my beer's almost out. I'm almost finished. I don't care to sit here that long. So, look, guys. Try doing the best customer service out there. Make sure you're giving your patients the Be most. Be nice. Be nice. Uh, even in it's even whenever it's it's not a great day, and and we understand that we all have our bad days. Be good and take care of things. Uh, you know, ultimately that's what we don't be, be a shuts. Oh, really? Why did we even go? Hey, you're a shucks too, by the way. Just saying. Um, With that, I'm going to finish my beer and I'm going to dear Lisa. I'm going to finish my. Good for you drink. <laughs> and then I'm going to go to work. So if you're in blah, blah, blah County, I'll be there shortly. <laughs> blah, blah, blah County. Be careful. Her customer service oh, is on hey, point. Hey, guys. <laughs> COVID is running rampant. I know everybody's tired of COVID. I know people don't believe in COVID. I think people think that it should be talked about less. And it is not a big deal as you think it is. I, and I get that. I, I'm not going to go on those turn, uh, those that, that rant with everybody on that Mm -hmm. however it is starting to affect services ems services fire Mm -hmm. services um people are having to uh, work overtime to cover their their cohorts and uh get stuff done so please get plenty of rest um eat your your vitamins and vegetables and get your vitamin yeah. C. Um, take care of your health. Uh, I teased about the healthy drink, but, but I am, I have an immunity booster in here and, and uh, I just don't want to get sick right now. So let's take care of ourselves. Um, be safe out there for sure. Be safe out there. Wear get plenty PPE, of rest. Please. If it gets cold, you know, be ready for that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and be nice to your patients and your, your customers. Okay. All right. Y'all have a great night. Have a good, 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 good evening. And a great weekend. Hunters, I need some deer meat. Come on, man. I got some. Night. Night.